Welcome back to the Charles yes. Ogan oh, Experience, man. episode 31. Can you believe it? We've done 31 of these fucking episodes. Unpaid hours. Guys, like and subscribe. Yeah, get on and, that. Uh, get on that. <laughs> <laughs> Still, guys, whatever podcast you're listening, podcast platform you're listening on, like, follow, rate it, rate it. If you're listening right now, you can easily just go top left, follow, and rate with the little stars. Five, get five stars. Yeah. Just do it. Free privates if you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah Trust me. We'll, just, we'll put this game down very slightly. I made sure? a mistake last one. Fuck. Yeah. Too right, loud. Let's see. let's see. Too much loudness. That's no, good. Anyway, what's so, going on? We did some training today. We did some training. We had Both um, jiu-jitsu and... Uh, yeah, that was great. That's it. Normal. Normal training. We had some... We did some wrestling rounds. Did some wrestling. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Struggled to take me down. Yeah. I'm not surprised though. say so, but... Cooking me, yeah, so cooking. to speak. Cooking. You were cooked, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was cooked. I was pretty yeah, tired. Yeah, cooked. A bit tired in yeah. the end. You get there. You yeah. Get there. Good round, It's good, though. Good fun. fun. Really. Guys, try jiu-jitsu if you haven't already started. <laughs> it's an excellent sport. If you haven't started, you should you should definitely get into it. Definitely get going. Go to your local academy and just ask them, can I sign up for jiu-jitsu? And you'll have a great time. You're really doing a lot of work here. Honestly. Don't go to a Nazi gym either. There's a lot of them. Yep. Just be careful. Stay away from the cultist gyms. Yeah, yeah. Stay away from the cultist gyms. Yep. Choosing your first gym... You had a good weight session as well with uh, yeah. Kiwan Gracie. He yeah. joined. That yeah, was yeah. fun. Local cult leader. Local, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was great. Lifts are coming up. To be fair, we're moving well. We did the safety bar today, which was uh, yeah. The safety bar is a nice Safe. option. Just keeps the shoulders out of it. Just allows you to sit a little bit differently at yeah, the bottom yeah. of the squat. Still, still attain a deep squat. Well, let's, let's actually go through. People, people are interested in this. Then we did some Copenhagen side planks, long levers, because we've been doing the short levers on the knees recently. So we decided to go from the feet holding. Yeah, could feel it on my knees. That's yeah. a rehab exercise for my knee that I've neglected. It hits that. Yeah. It's good, good on that. Yeah, it's yeah. the adductors, gets the tendons on the knees. Then we did some bench, three times six, some single arm rows, three times 12, RDLs, elevated RDLs. They were fucking hard. Yeah, they were fucking Fuck. hard. Three times eight with a three-second eccentric. People ask me all the time, what can I do to get better grip strength? Just lift heavier stuff for longer yeah. periods of time. It's really fucking simple. Don't yeah, the, the three seconds make all the difference. Yep. Fuck. Some shoulder press, some hammer curls and skull crushes. There it is. Did some, some of the direct arm work. It's so simple. Key details. It's so simple. And we do it again. Um, yeah. One more time throughout the week and then we'll, that's it. We'll repeat, repeat, repeat. Thursday. And yeah, and that'll be it. How's your jets gone? Weight's completed. What's going on? Very well, just improving my, working my choy bars and all that kind of stuff. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll stop talking about what I'm working on soon, but yeah, that'll yeah be for the moment, choy bars. And, you know, just improving in all aspects, trying to be more decision-based, you know, try and be very present when I'm rolling and not just go through the motions, make decisions. Some key. people. Yeah, got to try and like, correct grip at the correct time correct decision more than necessarily precise grips yeah, yeah like you know head body head that sort of thing you know like they do in boxing say again head like, body head you mean just tricking people arm leg arm yeah not tricking people though but like you do a move doesn't work you find out it doesn't work because they must have given you the legs so you go for the legs then they give you back the arm the usual shit fainting but yeah it's like yeah. the equivalent it's, of it's fainting. not quite fainting though because you're just forcing more and more re reactions in that Sick. Have I got no, that was just me. Just a bit. That was 
yeah, 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 yeah. from earlier. No, yeah. that was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get it. All right. We actually got we got to speed things up today. I've got to get out of here in about forty right. minutes. Let's, let's get some fucking let's get some let's them off. I've well, I've circled the questions I want answered. All right. So how do you fight when the top guy gets a strong underhook from shin to shin? How so, do you fight when the top guy gets a strong underhook from shin to shin? Yeah. Let's see. Well, you got to, as in you want to. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. All right. No, so get that phone away now. You, you got to, you got to basically get your, you got to get your frame back, bro. If you lost the underhook and you're shin on shin, it means you don't have a knee shield. It means, it means you're fucked. They're going to fucking get a yeah. cross face. Maybe you've got a stomp on their far leg. That's all you got left. Am I confusing this position? So shin to shin. They have an underhook, not a cross face. Yeah. Oh, they've got the underhook. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're gonna they're knee cutting. Yeah, they're knee cutting, they, bro. They're, they're knee Looks like you fucked up, big man. Deontay Leon, uh, Mateusz Szczesinski. True, he, actually. He got a sick underhook on that. Yeah, they very, got, very, very quick as well. Very fast. Very yeah. quick. I think that's the safest way to deal deal with Szczesinski without getting injured. Yep. <laughs> just try, <laughs> just try and get up <laughs> as quickly yeah. as possible. Yeah, yeah. but if they get the underhook it's it's pretty much that's they, why they're gonna be quick elbow deep on the shin to shin because you're too committed because yeah you're too committed and then when they get the underhook you can't run away and get your cross shoulder post back in right so you get fucked yeah because they're they're, they're they're past you they're they're so far past you once yeah. they got their knee cut in yeah yeah basically you can't swim that hand in because you're, you're too deep your, your shoulder's too close who are what, you're what, finished what was another good <laughs> Deontay Leon, I feel like he's exceptionally good at that. Andrew Wiltsy, Andrew who? Wiltsy. Who's he? Who do you face? You said I don't know. He just does that all the time. Pedigo, yeah. one of the Pedigo guys. Knee okay. cutter, extraordinaire. Nice. Who else? Uh, JT Torres, pretty pretty tasty knee cut. Yep. Who else? From the underhooks. Yeah. I'd say like Lucas Lepre. Don't really watch too much of him, but yeah, probably probably him as well. Good knee cut though. There you go. It's just a timing thing. You know, shoot the underhook and then commit to it really hard. Have strong MCLs. Also, make sure that your partner's your opponent is committed to the shin on shin too. Yeah, as in if you don't get the well, if you don't get the underhook, it's not the end of the world. But you probably have to do some some backtracking to not get leg entried. Mm. So yeah, can suck. Yeah, we'll get those show notes. So what was the answer? Don't get knee cut. Don't, yeah, so the answer is don't don't go elbow deep when you're uh, playing the shin on shin. What do we do instead? Go go wrist deep with a force grip and tuck your elbow inside your knee. Like a gymnast. So, yeah, so if they do get the underhook, you're at least like an elbow width away so you can just run away and recycle your hand back in right. back in front of them. More space. Yeah, yeah, more space, exactly. So yeah, don't get don't let them get deep on the underhook if you've got no frame because then they just pass your guard basically. Right. Yeah, that's it. And then worst case scenario, let's say they're super tight to you. You can try and like stomp on their far leg to off balance them and then circle your hand in, but just to kick him away. Yeah, but realistically, should be here. You've got false grip there. Start yeah. stomping that. F- Sometimes maybe got to just try and get like a quarter guard, work back to a half guard, and give them the underhook and everything. It's not looking good. Yeah, it's fucked up quite hard it's, there. It's not looking good, fam. Yeah, it's not looking good, breath. Don't let them get the underhook. Right, let's continue. Yeah, yeah. Next I feel one. like that was a pretty. Uh, a nice little warm-up question, but pretty standard one. Most yep. effective wrestle-up from butterfly guard and when it's a good idea to go for it. So what I like to do is, let's say you're playing shin on shin and they're standing and they're not really hand-fighting enough of you or their posture's a bit too high for you to like move their upper body. Then you just start to stand up, like going straight towards them. And most of the time, you just get a leg entry off of it instead of the whole wrestle-up. Sick. Sick, man. Because they're trying to balance off. They're, they're, they're backing up, giving you more space to the legs. Yeah. 
and then you stand up and then they start to pressure down because it's like obviously you can't if you stand up right under someone they'll just sprawl on you yeah. and then as they sprawl you re-enter the legs sick. Yeah, sick such a such an easy so simple man jiu-jitsu is easy by, the, is easy. by the Roger Gracie t-shirts I feel like we spoke about that last week with the shout out my knowledge Bishesha Gordon Ryan where he just he kept trying to stand up yeah yeah Bishesha yeah similar but this one's from Shin on Shin yeah I guess oh, you, same you, thing you said butterfly yeah he said butterfly to be fair yeah yeah, butterfly, just standing up. You gotta get to a side though if you're playing. You Butterflies like you gotta get the angle. Me. You're gonna get body lock if you try and stand up straight away now. Yeah. No. Or you might get LCL injury like Nicky Ryan did. If you're like square in front of them, you've got to like cross your legs underneath them and then stand up. Uh, and if they sprawl, you might pop your one of your knees. So that's why I always go to an edge. I, I edge and then you edge and, out. And then, and then I, I just edge up. for a little bit and then, <laughs> then I stand up. <laughs> and then stand up. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So edging is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> get to, training, get to a near edge. Right to the yeah. Yeah. Close to it. And cut then, cut and the then angle. Cut back and then you might get a leg entry. <laughs> <laughs> so opt for the you've got options there for the wrestle up. Cut yeah. the angle. But also that will prompt them to move and potentially be off balance. So you got the leg option too. Yeah. So cut the angle and then also when you do it, even if it's the first couple of times doing it, you can just expect to pull back to guard because there's not really any risk to it in that sense. Right. The risk, I guess, is if you sit up and then they take an underhook and you try pull back to guard, then you get fucked. Then you're back in the shin on shin or something with a, they've got the underhook and you fucked up. They're fucking, they're slicing you. Yeah, um, slicing back to you, question bro. one. They're slicing you. Rewind back to question one. And then Chronological podcast. That's crushed. We, we did plan this. Fair play. Huh? We planned this and now the questions are happening all chronologically. Yeah. <laughs> Good podcasting. All right then. Great podcasting scum. We're getting better. And leads naturally on to what is your preferred way to break down a strong opponent from Turtle? So once you've wrestled up and taken them down to Turtle, how do you how do you get them down? You know, you're real good at that like I feel like when you're, if I'm in turtle, obviously my turtle isn't great, but you're very good at like wedging that knee and to a to a tight space between my armpit and my tight space and my th and my hip armpit. Yeah, you yeah. get that, you get that's, that's that one style. So I think yeah, either you go try and wedge your knee in really tight and then and then break them over with force, like going half Nelson or something, or like flattening them out and then making them. Flat, uh, go to their back so yeah flattening people out is a good one as well rather than trying to roll them roll them belly down but yeah normally you get one hook in or you get like wedges for a hook in then you get diagonal control like the opposite shoulder and then you try and like break them over so you can get a seat belt and then you can get your second hook in and then if they turn to turtle once you have the hooks in then you flatten them out you're just trying to off balance them a little bit so you can get the hooks and, and the hands in yeah that that's a different one so if they're too tight for you to get anything in let's say you're just next to someone and they're curled up in a ball and at any second they'll just like spaz roll really fast and re retain guard yeah then you just hold their hip and tip them over onto their side and then you get a seat belt or something once they're facing the ceiling right because it's harder for them to defend the hands when you're both face up right and the legs i guess and the hooks so be better to get them seated right basically and yeah if they're tight then you hold their hip and pull them over just by swinging around them and then if they're if they're loose then you can't really tip them over then you just put the hooks in get the hooks yeah. in wedge the knee yeah and then half Nelson them over what do we think about that John Danaher one where he gets the cruci crucifix how he's like wedging the knee then he's like scooping the, the arm yeah the if you can catch the arm 
Hard to do. Yeah, I guess, yeah, if you can catch the arm. But normally people like tuck their arms in, you try and get a hook in and they sort of like bump you off to the side, you're getting a hook in. It's not really that easy. The process, you'd more likely fall off and try and get the yeah. arm. Yeah, or it's just a bit like hit and miss. Like sometimes you might get the hook in really clean across their body and then sometimes they, they just like block it with their elbow and then they're completely out. So if you just go for the like lift and swing your hooks in method, then you end up getting losing the position a lot of the time. I don't know. It, it's pretty effective, but it's like a slightly high risk. Right. Yeah. High risk, high reward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. High risk, high reward. So better to be done on people that aren't so aware, I guess. People you don't train with often. And people who are very good, they have a tighter turtle, so off balance a little bit, get them seated. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's, you've got to read the person. If they're, if they're always exploding out and you're, like, you're setting stuff up and then they just explode out, maybe it would be better to just go for one really explosive move. Or you could say, think of it the other way. I'd say just every every time you're there, just try and stay on top regardless. And then as your main focus, then try and tip them over secondarily. Where should most of your weight be? On on like their hips or? Yeah, on, on their, their hips. hips. Yeah, yeah. You want to like, first of all, slow them down from an invert and regard. So that'd be like putting weight on their butt so they can't forward roll so quickly. Yeah. And then from there, you need to get your, one of your knees in, not necessarily a hook, but yeah, if you get a hook, you get it. And then, yeah, just being able to follow people when they roll really well. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Be sticky. Yeah, being sticky with just the seatbelt as well. Being really good at resetting from the seatbelt. Except teak mores, et cetera. Yeah. Hard, again, hard to do. Although, if you get the seatbelt, you should you can set up teak mores from that. Yeah. Way. I wouldn't go Kimura from top, though. No. Necessarily. Not from turtle. I would say Kimura gives you the seatbelt, and then the seatbelt gives you the hooks or... Right. Like, yeah. Seatbelt's better than yeah. teak mores in this in this. Yeah, but only once they're seated. Like I wouldn't go seatbelt if they're in turtle a lot of the time. Got it. Yeah, unless you get a hook in or like your knees wedged in. You know what I'm saying? If you're just behind someone, you don't have your legs in. You should have a body lock to slow their hips down, and then you can try and go tip them over to a seatbelt, or you can try and get your legs in and then go half nails and then get a seatbelt. Mm. But I would basically only get the seatbelt if I know I can tip them over, or if I've already got a hook in. And I'm gonna tip them over with the half Nelson. Big Dave does this one. So if I'm on turtle, he'll like get his hands and like forcefully just get them in, like around my like tummy yeah. area, and then they'll like open me up a little bit. And then he just goes gets the fucking hooks in from there. What if he just spaz roll really fast as he does that? Uh then I retain. Well, I don't always retain. Get to bottom but, like, out. I, mean, I get to bottom out. Yeah. Or get to a better position. I think spinning to bottom out is a good idea, and then just getting your hands on the hips first and kipping. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's better. Just kipping escape all the time. Pull, pull mountain and kip. Yeah, pull mountain and kip. Seems like the best, like, really escaping the back is way harder than escaping mount. Yeah. Because all you need is the hands on the hips and then you're going to... Kip, kip, you're kip. You're gone, yeah. But belly down, back control is obviously the that's, worst. That's horrific. Yeah. That's your spinal. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, spinal, yeah. That's spinal. Yeah, and it's also upper spinal as well. Your neck. People can twist your neck and shit and then be cranking it before you get a chance to go yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> alright how to deal with someone that starts going hard slash spazzing in a retarded way after you sub him it seems a bit redundant but anyway <laughs> after uh, you sub him <laughs> spazzing in a in a retarded way uh, <laughs> uh, same thing as bro. opposed to what yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I would just either stall the round out to annoy them yeah. 
Or if you have lots of energy, then just try Mount and them. continue subbing them. But honestly, I would just just stall around that and annoy them as much as possible. Oh, you ch- yeah. Go look look at our previous podcast and yeah. how to annoy people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's better like if you sub someone, then they start going really hard. It's almost better to just annoy them, dead out the role. Let's say you're playing bottom bottom guard. It's always closed, either closed guard or closed knee shield or like half butterfly guard with loads of hooks in tight <laughs> and you're shelling and you're not reaching for anything. And yeah, you're just letting the time go by and keep checking on their face to see how angry they are. <laughs> and then as, as the top player, you're just negative hand fighting. So you hand fight really hard up until the point you lose the hand fight. Then you use your whole body to retract and then re-enter again. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I do anyway. <laughs> if you just, if someone's just going nuts. Yeah. Also, you don't want to get injured and you don't want to give them the, the satisfaction of subbing you when they're just going nuts. So... Yeah, these are your only options. Nice. Rather than wasting your energy mounting them and pinning them and mount. Well, if you can do that, then, do that, then, then yeah, I guess story. you can just hold them there till they calm down. But but let's say that it's someone who's super dangerous and like, you know, you can't get to mount without risk of them spazzing hurting. and hurting you. Yeah. Spazzing retardedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. That, yeah, that, that one. That happens. That one. And uh, <laughs> yeah, if, you, <laughs> if you're at risk of getting hurt from that, then... Troll yeah, them. Just, yeah. Yeah. Keep yourself safe. Look them in the eye. Annoy them. Let them know that you don't actually mind just wasting the rest of your four minutes to keep yourself, <laughs> keep yourself healthy. <laughs> well, there um, we go. All right. So, yeah, that was... Uh, what about the Helton style? What about punching them in the face? That hmm. Helton did you. Yeah. Wasn't that Helton? That was his name? Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's good lad. Well, that works, I guess. But you just have to make sure that <laughs> you, you don't apologize. Yeah, no, no. You just excuse yourself. Yeah. Just do oh, the I techniques. Sh- I shake my hand. Yeah. But in a way, that was me basically doing that because I was just hand fighting really hard, and then he got angry to the point that he punched me. Well, there it is. Even though, yeah, so you can do it if you're the one subbing them. Yeah, because yeah, I sub them, then he gets really angry and punches me. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then I was so yeah. If they punch in the face, I guess then then you just tell the teacher, <laughs> <laughs> which sir, is what I did. Sir. Daddy, call your daddy and tell him. Daddy, I can't believe it. He's punching me, daddy. Make him stop. <laughs> Go to a new gym. Find a new gym or get a lawyer if you get punched. Exactly. I should do that. That'd be sick. I he'll should be, sue. He'll be listening. Hannah. Rainer Gracie. Um, All right. Yeah, get Hannah Gracie. How can I make my legs as wiry as yours? I think he's talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> Those are fucking wiry, bro. Those just chicken, chicken legs. Uh, just lift loads of weights, which we do. <laughs> Single leg squats, yeah. Yep, loads of weights. Define wiry. Uh skinny. Slim but strong. Yeah, we got we got skinny legs. Slim um, but strong legs. Just yeah. Why don't we do calf work? I was thinking that. Yeah, wouldn't it be sick work. to do some calf work? It would. Jokes aside, calf work's actually pretty good. Should we do something? Jumping. Yeah, when we do like jumping stuff, it, 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 it's oh. it's all part of it. Not too here. tall for here, yeah. Not here, but too much hops. Too much hops. Yeah. Um, wiry legs. Yeah, just gen- genetics, isn't it? Genetics, that's the answer. It's better to have wiry legs. I would say so than yeah. fucking tree trunks. Unless you're a woman and you want the, the thickness. The thickness. Yeah. But even them. Tree trunks are all right, but I feel like you get more weight than what it's worth. Yep. Kind of changes your style to a slow down guy. Yeah. Yeah. You want mm. the wiry legs. Fit in smaller places. Fit in, fit in different places. Yeah. Different angles. Yeah, true that. Wiry. Uh, but I guess they get fewer knee injuries as a big fella. Mm, you'd be surprised. More weight. Yeah. Hold more weight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if they're just fat on top as well. Well, yeah. If you've got big legs. If you're a shit. fucking big cunt with thick legs. Shout out Jay Bell. Jay Bell, actually. He, sh- he, he loved Jay Such Bell. Such a good video. Yeah. Jay uh, Bell. 
if, if J Bell, if you're listening, you got nice, thick, nice legs, bro. You got thick set legs. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty nice leg, bro. For a big fat man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he? Livesy's fat mate, yeah? Livesy's <laughs> his fat mate, yeah, that's the name. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, wasn't even fat. No, he's not fat. He's not even probably fat. He he's used just... to be fat, now he's fucking, now he's in great nick. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, he's been lifting. He used to be fat and then he just... He was once fat, yeah. He fell off the wagon. No, he, yeah, fell off the fat wagon. Fuck. Yeah. What a waste of a good... Good fat yeah. So yeah, yeah, split squats or something, or just genetics for wiry legs. I mean, we do plenty of legs. I yeah. mean, that's if you want to get re- you could get really thick legs, maybe if you wanted to, but you'd have to probably train legs like three, four times a week, not even like three times a week, and eat loads just and do more legs. You'd probably need to get on some gear to really to get thicker legs. I would say so. Yeah, damn. Just what do body bodybuilding. If you want to get thick legs, just do bodybuilding. But you may have the genetics for. For thick legs, some people it's look just gen- it, re- it really is just genetics. Huh? Is there one exercise that would do it for me? Doc? No, yeah, yeah, yeah one, yeah, yeah. one exercise. What one exercise can make me thicker? Calf raises, <laughs> all around. Yeah, Six. no, like genetics, bro. Yeah, we, we we train legs a lot. If you're gonna have thick legs, you would have thick legs by now. Fuck, it's over. Unless you want to get on the tram. I'm leaving. When body lock passing, how do you deal with opponent self-framing on the knee like Penner did against NR? Nicky Rudd. Oh, right. So, uh, apparently knee cut. That match was so dry, man. It was all right. It was all right. It was I, tactical. I watched a little bit. I it was tactical. I mean, Slime. if you knew when to skip, it would have been a great match, basically. Little 10-second pauses here and there that have got to be done, unfortunately. Yeah. Better than golf. And people pay loads to watch golf, so yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah, knee cutting through the middle. I guess if they're if they're framing on their knee, also if you can pull their knee into a into like a half guard with your inside leg, then you can kind of pull their knee to the floor. Otherwise, yeah, knee cutting or getting your elbow inside the knee and then connecting your hands and then knee cutting if you can't do that. But yeah, it's a pretty uh, that's basically it. If you can't if you can't clear the knee when you're body locking, you've got to go over over the inside. Or, or you can try and push the knee with your hand. You can try and just let go of the body lock, push the knee, and then they're gonna like hand fight a little bit. Then you reconnect. Then you get your elbow inside, reconnect your grip. With that self frame, you have to address that self frame, though. You're gonna shift at least but shift. Rather it. than pushing it wide, just push it between, like stuff it between your legs. Right. Yeah. Try, right, okay. Rather than push it down. Yeah. Push it in. Push down. it in. Yeah. Right. Between, like stuff it between your legs rather than sideways down to the floor. Got him. Yeah. Yeah, I would say like go down the middle then, as you said. I mean, yeah, if they're trying to stop you from stepping over over the knee, it's just a matter of time, sort of thing. If you're still struggling, you can like hook their leg in a half guard and try and sprawl to pull it back closer to the floor, and then stuff it between your legs with your free hand. Right. So rather than going like sideways, just go between. That's my advice. Sick. Anything more? Got to got to buy another DVD. Someone else is though. I haven't done one on that yet. All right, let's see the questions. Next question. Let's go to let's go to a different style question. Yeah, give it to me. Is using the adductor machine a good idea? It, My gym body walks off every time I use it. He said gay. Yeah, he said gay. Sorry, <laughs> I, I misread that. He said gay. It's hard, to, easy to. Confuse. Um, yeah, the adductor machine's a the adductor machine is great. It is not gay. Whatever gay exercise is, um. I would say for jits guys, it's probably, yeah. I mean, you, you can you can definitely load it up. I would say at the end of the session where you use the adductor machine, I would do some like Cossack squats 
awesome stretches for the adductor just to make sure you keep them like relatively supple but no it's a, it's a legit machine i've used it once before when i was 21 and i could do all the weights on it sick yeah i think it's too easy fam yeah well then just you just can do hold. just just do different just do like copenhagen side planks different different variations of copenhagen side planks you can do like raises up and down um you don't just have to keep it at static holds for the copenhagens you can do up and down raises um you could do different variations cossack squats lateral lateral goblet squats um by all means though if you're recovering from an injury use the use the adductor machine if you need it yeah, yeah. it's not what like about, it's, is that the closing one or the opening one so adducting is adding towards the hips abducting yeah. is moving away nice like a so abducting a this one i guess yeah the, ad, the adductor machine yeah. where you're going bang yeah bang yeah i mean there's nothing wrong with that i i i i, I probably wouldn't use it i wouldn't i wouldn't purchase one um nah. when you can do lateral squats and goblet squats and copenhagen side planks there's a whole bunch of other stuff you could do um, yeah, it seems like a waste. Yeah, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out of my way to buy a machine or particularly use it in the gym. I think you can do other what things. What should he do for his friend who keeps walking off? Start kissing him. Tell him to come back and kiss him. True that. That'll teach him. True that. Yeah. He thinks it's gay. Come yeah. in. <laughs> come on in. Come on in. If you think so. Yeah, no, it's, not, no, it's, it's a good machine. It's fine. Yeah. Nothing I wouldn't use it though. Nothing against big adductor. All right, no. knees over toes. We, we, we like, we like, big adductor's good. Big adductor. Yeah, yeah, they're good. The industry. Yeah. Knees over toes, work and sled work for ACL sprain. <laughs> Read that like a five-year-old. <laughs> knees over toes work and sled work for ACL sprain rehab. Is yeah. that the pinnacle of ACL rehab? No. No, it's not. It's the pinnacle. It's, 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 it's as good it as it gets. It doesn't get more complicated than <laughs> pushing a sled. It is good as yeah. that. It just depends on what level you're at with the ACL rehab. Like I don't, I don't know where you're at because you're gonna have different stages working with a physio uh, on your ACL. So I need to know what stage you're at. The sled is good. Is it magical? We spoke about this last week. No, it's not. It's just a unilateral pushing exercise or unilateral. Again, like even if you're doing sled pulls, it's still a pushing exercise. It's gonna target the VMOs. What do you need for like? strong knees you need a strong vmo which is this here the inside teardrop muscle strong glutes strong adductors you say strong fucking legs if you can if you can squat well if you're at a stage where you can squat up post your acl injury squat squat variations are great zercher squats back squats safety bus squats front squats whichever squat variation you choose is going to be great adding in another split squat variation or a single leg variation is going to be another great idea uh, same for hamstrings. Doing training your hamstrings through a straight. Uh, a, sorry, training your hamstrings through a uh, when they're straightened, like an RDL, so hip extension and a knee flexion. Is a sled magical? No, it's not. It's good though. I like Depends it. Depends on the sled. Depends on the sled. If I had, if we had one in here, we would use it. Definitely. Definitely. Once a week. Where would I push it? Just up and down the uh, corridor. Up and down the corridor. Well, let's say we move into a new place. We have a sled track. We may or may not. I don't think. I don't know. If, I don't know if I've got one, but it's good. We will use. If we had access to a sled, we'd use it probably once a week. Is there a treadmill version of a sled push? You can do dead, um, dead sprints, but again, you can't. You can't load that up. It's just one, one speed really. What is in? Oh, I see what you mean. Just like pushing a sled on like a treadmill. cyclical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
maintain then you could what progressively you, overload what easier. a good what a good investment invention. <laughs> invention invention invent that i'm trademarking that yeah fuck it's too late that's a good that's actually a, that's a fair invention yeah thanks man the sled push yeah just get on Honestly, it cost uh twenty ten thousand pounds now that we've already mentioned it though someone's gonna the copyright won't be available what a shame i have to wait a bit till the next invention so yeah sled push i'd have to do that i already cycle here and back though sleds are good same thing not the same (laughs) (laughs) same thing thing. yeah so news of the toes guys there's no magical exercise all these people like yeah fuck yeah i'm so much stronger because you just did a different variety of exercises. You actually mm. started doing some unilateral exercises or maybe you actually started squatting ass to grass. And because he's giving you the slant board, most people fuck up squats, yeah? But if you have your heels elevated, it puts you in a better position. It keeps you more upright. So when he was ranting about the slant board and keeping you more upright when you're squatting, he's just fixing a lot of the way normal people squat, which is shit. Who's Ely? Uh, uh, the knees over toes fella. Oh. What's his name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's just, he's just like brought attention to slant boards and doing unilateral exercises in my opinion that's all would he's done would you say most people have poor dorsiflexion and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Part, is, would you say it's a genetic thing more than just not no no it? you can train that bro yeah you can train that yeah you can train yeah, yeah the majority of people I've trained through which is literally thousands of people yeah same when you do um, when you elevate their heels and they squat it, it looks it a lot better it better yep there you go why don't you just train their dorsiflexion? But, but it does train the dorsiflexion. You're, you're, you're helping their dorsiflexion. You're putting them into a position where they can achieve more dorsiflexion. Right. It's not cheating. You're just, you're just assisting the dorsiflex flex position. And by doing that, by having a better squat, being stronger in a squat with the, the slant board or the plates underneath the heels, if you eventually take those away in time, once they've developed a strong squat, it will be stronger. And okay. they will have more dorsiflexion. Congratulations to them. When the time comes, it'll be good to finally get rid of the slant boards, I imagine, for them. Yep. Or they could just keep using them, to be fair. It squats a bit more. Yeah, yeah. No, no, there's no shame in the slant boards at all. Zero. Maybe they should just squat on their tiptoes. Like Christian Osbeck. Yeah, yeah. And then just do a squat right on the toe. Sissy squat. That's actually a move. Not like that, but on the toes. Not like that. Like this, bro. (laughs) On the the nail. (laughs) On the the nail. (laughs) That'll be sick. Yeah. We should build up to that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool, bro. <laughs> That'll <Cool>. be next <laughs> uh, Next lesson. How yeah. to decide overall interval cardio session length and the work to rest ratio. Ah, uh, yeah. This fella asked me a uh, question and I said I'd get back to him in the morning. I didn't. I forgot. Um, for jiu-jitsu fellas, um, I would just do it just again it's subjective depends on your schedule let's say you're doing and and particularly what you need help with the most for most jiu-jitsu guys they're just going to need to improve their overall aerobic base how do we do that we keep we keep working for an extended period of time like let's say over 20 minutes so 20 to 60 minutes I think it's going to be sufficient whether you do that on a bike a rower or a ski yoga or a versa climber or, or running or swimming that's great we like that because you can sustain that for designated period of time it's not going to smack it's not going to trash you heart rates relatively low 60 to 70 percent you're tapping more into your fat storages and it's a great way to actually build build your heart and lung capacity yeah nice i recommend most jiu-jitsu guys 
build their aerobic base if you're really unfit. And then, so you could do that once a week, potentially twice a week, because it's not very fatiguing. And then, if you wanted to advance things a little bit more, you could start adding in some interval work. The interval work doesn't have to be particularly complicated. It's just you could go for one-to-one work rest ratios, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. We have a complete recovery between rounds because the amount of time you're working is the same amount of time that you're resting. And you could build those sets up week to week. So as an example, we could go 30 on, 30 off times 10 one week. Next week times 15, week after times 20, week after times 25, week after times 30. Then you could build your way back down. By building your way back down, you're going to increase the intensity that you're still working at because you know you have less reps to do. You'll work at a harder pace, as an example. Mm. Then you could do other work intervals where you have incomplete rest, which is going to be very good for your overall ability to get your heart rate down after periods of sustained efforts. As an example, three minutes on, 90 seconds off. Five minutes on, 90 seconds off. Eight minutes on, 90 seconds off, etc. It's hard work, but you can just... You can it's just, honest work. It's, it's fucking it's honest fucking work. Honest it's wholesome. not complicated. You just work, work hard for a sustained effort, a, 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 a nice sustained effort, and then incomplete the rest, and then go again. And do that for a period yeah. of time. And then just progressively overload that. Here's a program for you now. Start with like 90 seconds on. So yeah, 90 seconds on, 60 seconds off, times five build up to 10 rounds and then build your way back down that's that there's an eight week program right there and what's the intensity fucking hard as hard as you can sustain eight out of ten for the yep each one seven to eight out of ten yeah last ones nine to ten yeah i guess as time runs out you can just waste yourself yeah you can waste yourself but if you go too hard and and also like the fitter you are the more you have an understanding of how hard you can push so again having a really good aerobic base by having a very good aerobic base that increases your ability to get your heart rate down between those incomplete rest periods if you don't have a good aerobic base during those rest periods incomplete rest periods you'll be fucked and you'll just be finding it very hard to get your heart rate down and you just won't recover before the next round. It's not like a good rep. Exactly, fam. So build the aerobic base first. I hope that answers this question. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, What are the most important things to use pressure passing successfully? Some general ideas. So general ideas. J-point, bro. J-point is a pressure passing. I think it's the head position for me. The pressure of your body weight leaning into them. Tri-point. And then... Combined with the mobility of your hands doing shit and your legs moving your angle so you're doing everything at the right angle. You can think of it that way. Pressure passing is like you should have should have your body weight applied into your partner's frames. At all times. Yeah, and not and try and make their frames weak by cutting angle and, you know, deflecting and all that kind of shit with your hands. I'd say that's the general idea of pressure passing. Like as you cut an angle, your partner's gonna move their frames, you do something to the frames, and then they put some more frames in and you cut an angle and so on and find another yeah, like, yeah try and keep beating frames as you find new angles and if they commit too much to a frame then there's ways to like yes. negate that frame slap the frame off and take an underhook and that sort of shit yeah or jump on legs we all like to jump on legs get on legs uh, but yeah general ideas pressure passing and you gotta be able to convert when you get to half guard because one yeah if you're if you're able to apply pressure to people but you're not passing their guard like you probably got to work on the finishing touches over back when you're passing Guahad, yeah. But uh, even past that, when you get to like crushing people's head and stuff, oh. and if they're managing to come out or just like bench press you off or just dumb shit, then you gotta keep you gotta keep it pinned. Yeah, gotta gotta stay on top. 
that's part of the pressure as well is, is pressure over time you gotta gotta cook people unfortunately cook, cook them out yeah and you can enjoy the process for, to- for, fortunately i mean that's my favorite bit yeah. once i get past a bit of a knee that's great yeah. yeah obviously it's great fun yeah for the person on top yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. not for the person one nah they're getting fucked they're, they're getting, getting cooked out destroyed yeah the cooking well once you get there they're cooked basically they're like yeah because they've been fighting off all yeah. those frames yeah so it's also good to like would you say pace yourself with the passing yeah. you need to Purposely. not be tired when you get there you oh, can't okay. just like unless like unless it's easy but you if you really like go so hard to get there and then you're in half guard and you can't really hold on because you're too tired they're probably going to feel like you're not you're not pressuring them and they'll just bench press you off and mm. you'll get sent back plus you'll be tired so better to you're always fucked. maintain the same like intensity rate, yeah intensity whatever and, and you're just applying pressure and just whenever they choose to break that'll be it that'll be fine just take it yeah yeah yeah. and you can increase the intensity if you feel like there's a time pressure obviously but but yeah you always want to be like less tired than they are yeah mainly that's true yeah let's see if I've got any more questions but I think I think that was it you know well the thing is we've we've got to wrap it up fairly quickly within the next two minutes I'd say little rapid fire last one then Thoughts on turtling slash standing up in comparison to standard front on guard retention and how can the guard possibly evolve? So, yeah, just that, standing that, up. That, that was for you. Hey, that question just, was for just you. standing up. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good idea. I just if it's sweaty on the floor and you're standing up and people are jumping on you, stay down. That's when I just think like it's not worth your knees potentially getting exploded. No way. So, but if it's like a good mat, then yeah, you can stand up a lot of the time. It's just when it's sweaty and slippery, that's when I don't like to do it. So that's when I like the standard guard retention. Also, it's more tiring to stand up. Today was good on the mats, wasn't too sweaty. Mm, yeah, it wasn't at the start, but then it was getting there towards the end. Mm, yeah, yeah, it started slipping around, losing my footing. Just playing guard for bullshit. Man. Yeah. yeah, fucking bullshit. Or just walk really slowly around when you're wrestling. But that's not. <laughs> that's just not good, is it? <laughs> no. Yeah, just not wrestle in slow motion. Wrestle slowly. Yeah. All right then. Hi then. Uh, support the podcast, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Sh- sorry for the short app today, but we'll be back. Don't worry. It wasn't that short. We got thirty nine minutes. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. rapid fire. I do need to go though. Uh, yep. It's great. time to go. Great to see you. Support the podcast. Buy owns um, instructionals. Oh, if you're shit. interested in getting strong, I've got my strength programs, which you can get strong with. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. All that. Um, anything else? That's it. We're done. Yeah, we're done. Great to see you. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back. <laughs>